Hey guys, welcome back to Game Changers hey Podcast. Guys. This is Harsh. Today with me, Jaden, and of course, uh, a, a, a really essential member of our Game Changers team, Kunal Parmar. Happy to have you on, man. It's been long due. Uh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a while. What? How long is I? How long have I known you? Like two years? Yeah, I think even a little bit more. Like, yeah, I think two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. And and it's crazy how we met because um, I think I, I just. It was the first, like we had our first initial team with Game Changers and that kind of got disassembled, but I just literally put a post out there and um, like, oh, we're looking for people interested in videography, photography, like students and stuff. And then like, you just commented and you reached out and then you just DM me saying like, yo, I'm interested. That's literally how we met. It's crazy. Just uh, Yeah. Just literally just uh, send, yeah. slide in the DMs. <laughs> you did. You did slide into my DMs, man. <laughs> But I, I don't, I don't mind those, you know, if good looking guy, you know, got, got the nice Drake beard going on and everything. So. Yeah. And it's yeah. worked out good, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Jaden joined us after, but uh, yeah, Kunal has been, it's been on and off as well because you were part of part of our initial team. And then I know you took some time off cause you got busy with your own things, but then, you know, I said, man, I need this guy. And I hit you up. I was like, Kunal, man, we need you. Uh, are you, would you be down to come back? And you said, yes. So I was, I was thrilled more than thrilled. Yeah, no, it's been, it's, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. Like just, just working with both Arsh and Jaden, like it's just, it's just been like fun. Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel like work at the end of the day. Right. Are you saying that or you actually mean, <laughs> uh, I say, no, I'm speaking the truth. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Like uh, to all, all due respect, I think a few people that are watching and especially people that, uh, you know, me and Jaden, we just come on the face and we're kind of like talking to guests. It's, it's the fun part, but I think I know it's fun for you, but it's also really difficult the behind the scenes that goes on. And, um, you know, just the editing, the small little things, even the content creation that you do for us. And, you know, for people that don't know Kunal, just to give a small introduction, Kunal is the founder of Parmar Productions, uh, which is a videography and content creation company. Uh, he does, um, he's, he's managing some artists for content creation. He works with us at Game Changers Podcast. He does promos, commercials, shoots. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm missing something, but um, <laughs> that's, that's what I know of. Um, he's also a second year student at McEwen University, majoring in comp sci. And at the same time, he, he's recently landed a job at Shopify. Big congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's a, uh... It was fun. Like the entire process of even just getting to Shopify was like really, really fun. Like I essentially just threw my resume out there to them. I just, I applied through Indeed and next thing you know, a week later they reached back. We set up a first interview, just a call, like an introduction call. We did that. After that, it was like another thing, three days. And then they set up a technical interview where is where you actually go in and do what kind of essentially is your job going to be. So my position is I, IT support. So it's an entry level job. Still amazing because Shopify, it is a Canadian based company mm. in kind of the software and tech realm. And they're huge. Like, uh, I believe they're fortune 500. Yeah, I'm they're pretty huge. sure that I they think are the biggest, yeah. biggest publicly traded company in Canada. But before we go further, Kanala, yeah, yeah. I just want people to know, your age and your work experience, because I think that puts a lot into perspective. I think you're, if I'm not wrong, you're 20 years old, right? Uh, 21. You're 21 and yeah. your work experience, like what's your work experience like? Uh, I, my work experience 
I've been working since 14. So it's been like, I do have like a lot of years under my belt, but as for like the actual experience, it's I worked at a grocery store. I've worked in, I worked mainly like retail in the tech space. So like Soares, Best Buy, uh, I used to work at Jump Plus. I previously just, like my last day was literally on Sunday. So I, like, I just quit the place. Um, but like, that's been like my experience. I also worked like my dad's owned a Mac store back when I was like 12. So I did mm-hmm. a little bit of work there. He's owned like carpet cleaning company. I've done labor work there. Right. Um, I do help him like detail cars as well. So it's just like, I do have like a vast range of work experience, but it primarily focuses on retail tech or in the tech space. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think uh, it's, it's really great because like, it just kind of, sometimes when we think about, you know, oh, Shopify, that's a big, big name, right? So we often kind of put off by like, even Jaden, Jaden was shocked when I, when, when I tell him like, you know, he can all work at Shopify. Cause that's the mindset, right? You're like, oh, yeah. Shopify, that's a huge, huge company. Oh, maybe it's really difficult to get into a company like that. But I think just to put, and even I thought that when you told me, I was like, dude, that's crazy. Like, how can, you know, someone so young get into Shopify? But I think sometimes we kind of create our own limitations mentally thinking like, oh no, it's a big company. I won't be able to work there with my level of work experience. You need to probably need to do this, 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 or be a certain age and like kind of, you know, put a picture in our own head. But I think you kind of proved that wrong and that's awesome, man. But um I want to go into the, uh, you know, segue that into all that information into how do you manage your time? <laughs> because you're doing all this crazy stuff with, you know, being a student. And I know site is not easy, man. I was telling you before, I took one class and I was doing nothing else. I'm a business student. So business students, we don't even do anything, right? <laughs> Jayden, yeah, we don't. Jayden, it's like, in comparison, it, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw this meme that it said like this business student, he was talking to this other guy and he's like, man, everyone makes fun of me because I get Fridays off. I don't have to do homework. And they're like, oh, why are you getting a free degree? Like just without work. Literally. So, yeah. Like that. But, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's kind of stressful, though, as a business student, you have to always be like at the bar on the weekend and you have to, like, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to go out, meet people, you know, you got to you got to buy some people some drinks. No one else will. The engineer students won't, but the business students don't have homework. You have so. to, man. You know, what's it? The business uh, students keep the bars open on at universities. Dewey's room at the top. Exactly. That's the, uh, you know, those hit those afternoons. That's what it is. But you guys are McEwen too. Both of you are from McEwen. So probably, I don't know if you guys know those spots, but what's the McEwen spot for, I guess? Towers. Yeah. Towers? Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. But yeah, so going back to the question, I mean, so you're doing comp side, which is, you know, fantastic. I mean, amazing. And at the same time, I know you also, you also make websites. You also do content creation. You're doing videography. You, you just got this full-time job. You were working full-time before. And, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else, like just life in general, there's Parma Productions, all your work there. So I guess, tell me like, what, how are you managing time? Because, uh, you know, I definitely need to learn from that. To be fair, like my time management wasn't always like amazing. And even right now it is not like what I do that like helps me out is I'll make like a to-do list of what I need to get done for the day. But the biggest thing that's helped me was not just saying like, like study my computing like 200 class, right? I'll write down like, okay, I need to study my third lecture of this week, right? Mm -hmm. I need to make it through, or I need to complete this like lab four in computing science uh, 200, for example, right? Or it's like, if I'm um, like, if I'm taking like a finance class, like, okay, maybe complete two chapters, write all your notes down, right? And then just have like, just check mark it off every time I finish a task. 
that way it's just like I can feel that progress is getting done at the end of the day because it's just like if I just put study finance mm. or study computing science I can stare at it for 10 hours and feel like I've done nothing whereas if you have like a quantifiable and attainable target or attainable goal then you're able to kind of limit down the list and then as well as like you don't want to like quote unquote overwork yourself either i'm a very bad example of that because yeah i know because you work like crazy and i know like you sleep sometimes like you barely sleep so it's like how do you keep that energy going because sometimes when i try to do that it just for me it catches up to me and i don't know if Jaden can relate like sometimes it gets too much and you're like yo man i need a break but with you it's like it's not like that i, I feel like maybe you just love your work so much or i don't know what it is but you're always like fueled with energy every time I hit you up. You're like, yeah, I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. Always like full of energy and ready to go. So I guess what's, what's your secret in terms of like that infinite energy that always keeps you going? Uh, probably a lot of Red Bulls. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, honestly, it's just like, I'll have like a rest day. Yeah, exactly. Red Bull gives you wings. But yeah, no, it's like, like, yes, yeah, like, you know, you have your days at work. I think Elon Musk has said this. Um, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, he's Bill Gates is the best example of this. He has like a think week where he leaves everything. He goes out to a cabin. He sits there for a week. No technology, no phone, no nothing. I can't do that at all. <laughs> but like essentially my think week or think day would just be like taking like maybe a Saturday or a Tuesday. Just kind of, OK, let's not do any work. I'll go like I'll go hang out with maybe some friends or, you know, maybe I'll play some Call of Duty or, you know, catch up on some Netflix. So like, I think it's very important to have, like, you don't even need, like, you can have a whole day, you can have a few hours. It depends how you are as a person. Not everybody is the same, right? Like what works for me may not work for the next individual, right? So it's like, for me, I'll take like maybe a few hours just to take a break or like when I'm like studying or editing, right? I will, remind myself every hour just go for a five minute walk around the house because we're all at home now for the most part or at least me now especially right so it's just like sitting in a chair for eight nine ten hours gets tiring so it's like i'll have a reminder an hour goes off i'll go take a five minute walk and then every like three four hours if i haven't worked out yet i'll just quickly just do a workout mm -hmm. right and yes i do have a home gym but it's nothing crazy it's just like it's just weights, it's a bench, it's a lot of resistant bands, but it's like, it's something to help me keep active and kind of like keep my blood flowing at the end of the day as well. Because if you're sitting, I feel just like you, you lose that energy mm, yeah. because energy doesn't stay still, right? Energy is always moving in a physics aspect, mm, right? Okay. Yeah. You're that's right. like, that's what yeah, helps me. That's true. Like kind of momentum, like you just keep that momentum going and then it just, you know, you're just in that flow, right? But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, thanks for sharing, man. I think, and I, and I really appreciate that kind of like how you, because I think sometimes overworking is getting glorified these days. And it's like, you know, oh, yeah. And, yeah. Like, and sometimes like we're neglecting mental health and physical health and all those other important, like social health, all those other, other important aspects that really make up of like, I would say just life success altogether. Right. So it's great to hear that you actually have like a day off where you just don't do anything. And I, I actually used to do that. And in my experience, um, like that detox kind of like, uh, because you don't have any access to stimulation of that sense, then it just kind mm -hmm. of, um, I don't know if you can really just kind of like you, like you get hungry going into the next day saying like, yo, I have all this work to do. And I'm so I, I'm kind of pumped to do it. Or I'm kind of pumped to like, you know, get behind it. I don't know if you can kind of relate to that. Yeah, no, like 
hundred percent, right? Because like you take kind of that rest day again with that uh, seem like stimulus, right? I think even you, you were the one who told me about it actually, yeah. right? I was just like, dopamine when you kind of get rid of that, yeah, dopamine detox, right? It's just like the phone, like your like cell phone, computer, any piece of technology is like, it's a source of dopamine, right? Your TikTok, mm. your Instagram, you know, your Twitter, right? You get like dopamine off liking, sharing, commenting and everything. And there's nothing bad with it, right? I feel that's another thing too that, you know, there's two kind of sides to it, right? Some like one's far right, one's far left, right? Mm. Again, everything yeah. is good in moderation. And it's just, you know, even just taking a day of just not even looking at like your phone or like, you know, just kind of staying off of it, maybe going out for a drive, grabbing food to eat, trying out a new restaurant, right? Supporting, like trying out like a local restaurant that you've never heard of, right? Mm. Like things like that. That like, that keeps your, A, that keeps your creativity going. Mm. I feel like, cause you also have time to yourself, right? At least for me and uh, some other people that I know and have talked to, creativity really comes from just kind of being with yourself, right? Like we can bounce, like I bounce ideas off people all the time, but some of my best ideas have just come from me kind of just out in a walk or out on a drive, you know, or even just like laying in bed. Hmm. That's true. Right? Yeah. Empty like, minds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And even just like, I know Jaden's a big um, advocate for this, but reading. Mm. Oh yeah. Right. Just like I've tried, to, I, I'm terrible at it but I've tried to read a little bit more yeah. and I've noticed like it does, it helps you a lot. Mm. Yeah. I find even uh, if you can get audiobooks too, cause it just introduces new ideas and uh, mm. kind of makes you think in different ways. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta get all yeah. this. You guys are, you guys are killing it, man. With the book reading, it's, <laughs> it's tough because you're, you're so used to all this other like strong sources of stimulation that even just the thought of like sitting oh, down. It's super tough. Like just not yeah. doing anything, just, just reading with that focus. It's like my, it's like, you know, like kind of like a drug addict is like itching for <laughs> it, It's literally like the same effect. That's literally the feeling. It's like, you're itching to pick up your phone. You're itching to do something that gives you like a high source of dopamine. Right. So it's, it's exactly challenging. it's challenging. Yeah. And that's how like, um, again, as a computing science student, right. It's mm -hmm. how like Instagram and TikTok kind of operate as well. It's like the longer time you spend on the platform, right? The better it is. So they essentially reward people for spending more time on the platform, right? Because then you just get more dopamine and you don't want to get off, right? Um, a lot of people can relate to this, especially with TikTok during like 2020 when it just like exploded, right? Um, people just download it and then we're on it for like hours and hours and hours. Oh, yeah. Right? I had to a delete it. In, like, yeah. I deleted I it like one right? year ago in March. And I, I'm like so tempted to get back in it, but I just can't. And it seems like it's gotten like a little bit more like uh, toxic and a little bit more like addictive. And I'm just like, I can't do it. But the one that catches me off guard is Reels because I go on Instagram. Yeah, that one. Now I have access to that. I go on Instagram with something else. And even on your normal photo feed, they'll have like little like hints of like, um, like it's like a, a real like a real like just hitting like three reels i think that's what they show so like like i just go on there for something else and i and then like literally it's been an hour and i catch myself I'm like yo i did it again <laughs> but uh <laughs> anyhow uh, going yeah and, and on mine uh -huh. it's like they like tempt you because they're like they have like this girl twerking and i'm like oh that's super nice i, I wonder what what brand her clothes are 
and then I get I get <laughs> I get caught into it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> no, just play, but uh, yeah, I get to. <laughs> anyhow, uh, going on um, going onwards, I want to talk about um, Karma Productions because I know that's like your that's your brainchild, that's your main thing. And I, I want to get a sense of like where that journey started, kind of how it progressed. And I, I know now you're doing really well for yourself and you're getting a lot of ads like where at this point, you know, you're getting paid for your service. And, you know, people know your brand, you're managing music artists, a lot of different things. So I'm kind of curious to know, I guess, um, where did it start? What was your mentality while you were building it up and your approach? And I guess, you know, how are things going now? Yeah, so like it, it started, what was it, 2019? to be honest, or, yeah, tw uh, 29, 2018, right? That's when I, I was like, I took photos as a kid, but it was like, whatever, but I wasn't like into it, into it. And then like 2016, 2017, I had some friends in high school that were like photographers. They did a lot of like sports photography, especially into basketball, mm. right? So that somewhat interested me. And then 2018, I actually found a YouTube channel. Well, his name's Christian Guzman owner of alpha elite it's a brand it's a company yeah. in houston yeah, texas it's a yeah like a athlete a sportswear brand mm. right and just like seeing like how his videos um and his content creator at the time nabil how like he was just able to take somebody and immerse them into a full story that's mm. what kind of got me in in 2018 and then my friend um Atul, he actually gave me like my first like actual camera it was a canon 7 D, I believe, 70D maybe. But you know, it wasn't like the best by any means, like a 10-year-old camera, but it's just like we had fun with it. Like mm. we'd hang, we would see each other, we'd like just film random things, take pictures at random places. You know, we try different things. Like there's times where we try to make sets in our homes like that look like really, really cool and it didn't work out, but then some did. And I believe like that really that helped me kind of see what works and what doesn't kind of trying things out mm -hmm. and kind of get more ideas off of that, of what works and then continue to push that later. So then like in 20, 2019, that's when I kind of made like my camera purchase, right? So I bought the Sony a7 III, right? I didn't buy any lenses with it and no lighting. So I was still very new at this, mm -hmm. right? And again, I was just, I was just shooting with mm -hmm. it. And then I realized, okay, maybe I need a lens. So I bought a lens. Still no lighting, which is mm -hmm. terrible. And then after a few months, I'm like, why are my videos not good? Like, I'm like, I have the same, I have a better camera than some of these guys. Right. Why are they not like, what's not there? And then I'm like, okay, I need lighting. So then again, I went out, I purchased some lights and then I learned like color grading and all like the other stuff as well. And that's what kind of elevated it as well. So like you kind of take bits and pieces here and there and you kind of put it together and that's how you kind of come with the final product, right? You don't start from like, you don't start like you're great, mm -hmm. right? You kind of start like, okay, I'm getting into this. I may, I may suck at this or I may be okay at it, but then you just, you kind of slowly get better. Like you get your reps and you get your repetitions in, right? For people who right. played sports, whether that's soccer, basketball, hockey, right? I'll, I'll mm -hmm. use basketball because I was a basketball player, mm -hmm. right? I'm never going to score a three pointer or a dunk. Or I won't even make a dunk if I don't try. It doesn't matter how high I can jump. If I don't actually attempt the dunk, I'll probably get stuffed by the rim because I don't know how far my hand needs to go back. I don't need. I don't know how high I need to jump, right? 
So again, it's just like with that reputation, I learned all this stuff through YouTube as well. Mm. So, so it wasn't like I went like your source of education or like self-learning. Like, like I know YouTube, you said, is there anything else yeah. that YouTube? Um, the biggest thing, actually the one thing that helped me learn the best was reaching out to other creators in Edmonton and saying, I'm doing, I'll do your behind the scenes for free or, Hey, I want to do your behind the mm. scenes or them like kind of inviting me. Right. So it's just like, I'd comment on their posts, right. They'd sometimes comment on mine and just develop a relationship. So it's just like, for example, when they were shooting, uh, when uh, DNA is like my most recent one, when they were shooting a music video, right, uh, for Covey, I was the behind the scenes guy. And again, you learn so much by seeing the guy, these guys work, at least for me, right? Like just seeing these guys kind of operate, right? You just like kind of, you just learn a lot more being in that environment when instead of just sitting at home, watching YouTube videos for eight hours a day. I feel like you also need to be in the environment, right? Mm. And again, like I, I do attribute my biggest learning to just these like Edmonton creators, like Curtsy, Cordell, even I've never met Devane. I, I honestly probably pronounced his name wrong, but I have been following him since he started too. And it's just like all these guys, there's plenty of more that I haven't mentioned, but it's just like all these guys are very, very helpful at the end of the day too. They're not like, they don't have an ego mm-hmm. at all. So even if you reach out to them, right, you got first thing you got to offer value to them, right? At this, like you have to offer value to them. You can't just be like, hey, can you teach me how to like f- do videography? Right? They're going to be like, well, I don't have time. I have like, I have a, I have a video production business, right? I have two music videos to film this week, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas instead, maybe you go in and be like, hey, I want to come do your BTS for this music video. I want to give you content, right? Mm-hmm. I want to give you photos, right? Because these yeah. guys, even like for myself, I don't have pictures of myself, uh, right? Right, like you, you probably noticed it. Like I barely have pictures of myself of doing the work, right? So it's just like when they kind of see that that you're kind of giving them value, right? They're like, okay, like he's actually here and he wants to build something meaningful, right? So it's always like you give first and then you get. I was like, and you're a big what for essentially like working for free. I'd say so. Yeah. Like there's, there's a point where you do need to charge for services, mm-hmm. but I'd say you got to look at your situation as well. Right. Yeah. Like I was working f- full-time job. Right. And it was a pretty secure job. I'm not going to lie because this was jump plus back in 2019. It was like, I was a sales manager there. You know, they weren't really, I wasn't getting laid off or fired. Right. So yes, it was pretty secure. Right. So that's what allowed me to kind of work for free. But I still do believe in working for free because you still have to provide value for somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to for creative, you have to build your portfolio. I can go out and buy like the uh, red camera, which is like about I think it's like 10 grand starting. Right. And say like I'm filming with a 10 grand camera. Well, anybody's going to look at me and be like, OK, but let's see what you filmed. Right. Like even even to this day, yes, I get paid for my work, but I still do like I still do videos for free. I still, you know, I still work with like these very, very small brands sometimes, right? Like I'll purchase like um I don't have or I have it on me, like this bracelet. It's um it's from a local Edmonton mom, and I'm filming a small little commercial for her. Hmm. Right? Just because I'm like, yeah. well, she doesn't have like the funds to do it, but I just want to do it. Right. Yeah. Right? 
Like yeah, even like stuff like that. Like you can film anything in your house. Like a red. I I I do drink a little bit of Red Bull. I think it's a common <laughs> trait between creatives. But like a Red Bull can, or like you know, if you're into cars, like you can film like you know your detailing sprays, your clay bars, even like the like the uh, what's it called the shampoos and stuff. Right. You can even make like small little commercial commercials for that, and you don't need anything amazing like you don't need a full production set like the table behind me that's where i film the stuff mm -hmm. yeah like it's and uh, slate with black and just go with it yeah i'd like to point out that seems like uh uh it seems like you generally um uh how do i say this like you kind of it seems like you have like a general uh, map for your career and you kind of are pretty intuitive on how to get there because you're getting your reps in right now. And, and it's like, it's starting to um, take off and, and uh, you know that if you get those reps and it's going to help you in the long run, like Malcolm Gladwell says that um, to master something, it takes 10,000 hours, which is eight hours a day for 20 years. And so mm -hmm. like you're, you have gone in like years down that and you've gotten your reps and then you kind of see your progress and you can see where you're going in the future. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think Kunal is like one of the hardest working people I know. And, you know, you're doing great, man. I, I think you're probably, I can see you being one of the top, top um, videographers in Canada in the next couple of years. I think you, you've already grown exponentially over like how much you've grown in two years is absolutely insane. And, and your mindset about providing value and focusing on learning rather than, oh, how much money can, I can make. I think that's what's really going to push you far. But I also want to talk about um, your the second half of what you do, because you're not just doing videography, you're also doing content creation. Now, in terms mm -hmm. of content creation, briefly want to touch on that and ask you, I guess, what are some resources and um, I guess, what's your, what's your style? What's your go-to couple of things? Like, how do you make it? Um, what do you use? Stuff like that. Yes. Like, so for content creation, um, I use like Photoshop and Illustrator, but a lot of the times, like, for example, like the Operation Warmth of Charity, um, we use mainly like Canva mm. or Adobe Spark Post. Right? So there's resources out there such as like Canva, Adobe Spark Post. There's a couple others. I just can't remember their names, but those two are some of the best. Um, for Canva, it is uh, uh, the premium version is free for students as well. It's got to register oh, with really? your uh, Yeah. Yeah. Not many people know about it. You have to go to like yeah, uh, I GitHub. paid for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I need to get it for free now. Yeah. yeah, no, like there's a lot of like free resources for content creation, right? And another thing with content creation, you don't want to compare your kind of stuff to something of Coca-Cola's or Pepsi's or Nike mm -hmm. or Adidas, right? You kind of want to stay not within your lane but kind of be like okay this is like my chapter one this is my chapter two i'm not going to compare it to nike's chapter 300 where they have like millions of dollars to spend on marketing or like content creation and say so like okay what can i do right now to put out like the best quality content that i can at a rate that i can keep up that is consistent and that, that, that would be the key brand. yeah because you can post like if you can post 20 times a day sure but that's that's a little bit overboard, right? But let's say like you can post maybe only once a week, right? Not a problem. You'll post once a week, but then just post consistently. 
right? If that's a quality piece of content, you can post consistently, right? With stories, especially for content creation, now you don't need to create something. You can just story anything. Mm-hmm. Like, Harsh, you're, again, an example of this, right? You started doing reels. You started doing TikToks for life coaching, right? That's something you've never done before, right? And it's like, now it's just like, it takes maybe 20 minutes to film, do like a little bit of editing to it and just kind of post. Yeah. And and stories just gives brand identity mm. in terms of content creation, right? They see the face behind the brand. They see like what the brand's working on. Most people view stories than actual posts in this day and age. They still do oh, posts, yeah. but it's mainly stories. Stories mm. is what's like, you'll get like seven, eight, nine touch points. Mm-hmm. And then they'll maybe like view your profile or connect with you or even ask about your service or product you're offering. Right. Yeah. Stories is amazing. Yeah. And even like the, there's so many like, I guess, ways to promote your content. I think kind of like what Gary Vee says in terms of content creation, just like how he keeps coming back to me where he just says, just make content. Don't worry about making it perfect. Don't worry about what it's going to look like. Just focus on making it and putting it out there and amplify it using all these different, because if you make one piece of content, guess what? You can post that on your personal page. You can post that on your business page, on LinkedIn, on, uh, on Facebook, uh, on TikTok, wherever, like, you know, there's like six, seven ways you can amplify it and then you can repurpose it. You can keep reusing it time after time. Like sometimes I see, you know, maybe even Gary Vee repost the same thing. Maybe he posted like, uh, five, six months ago, right. He'll repurpose that same, um, same piece of content. Cause people forget you mm-hmm. watch something you forget. Exactly. I don't know. Watch like an hour ago. So keep repurposing it and then amplify that one piece of content through different pieces, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's actually an artist in Calgary that I'm, I'm following. His name is Cam Prada on Instagram and TikTok. I've been following him on TikTok, right? He's been consistent with his posts, right? Like a couple mm. posts a week. And they weren't like, they were just him filming like his iPhone, right? And it just, and he, 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 used, he dropped a lot of content before even dropping a song. But that built up like a kind of a following. Right. So when a song came out, he didn't have to put the money into marketing so much because he was utilizing TikTok. His second song, again, with TikTok, he had one video blow up on TikTok. Just just one. It had 4.3, I think, million views. Right. Just that one video. And he, again, he did. He kept reposting it. I've been following him. So he's been at the top of like my for you page. So I saw the video four or five times. But, mm. you know, you're talking, let's say we talk about Edmonton. That's a million people. A million people aren't going to see your TikTok. So even if you take your post down and repost it maybe two, three times mm. and it starts picking up more traction, that's all good, right? Again, it's that one post. That one post that got on 4.3 million views generated, I think, about 12,000 pre-saves. Again, he spent $0 on marketing. I think his streams were at, I think, 30,000 last time I checked. Again, now he's probably spent a little bit on marketing. I'm, I'm not that, like, I don't know him personally. There's no of him. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just, that's the power of just posting consistently. Again, you don't need to have the best camera, the best gear, even the best microphone, right? You can still post your content as long as you target the right people. That's the biggest key. Your content's going to work, right, with the right people. And again, even if your content isn't working, you can adjust it. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's just like people change like TikTok, right? Um, Vine was kind of like TikTok back in the day, right? Yes, Vine was huge, but it didn't like grow like how TikTok was. Mm. No, you're right. TikTok's just exponentially grown. And I think kind of something similar we've seen with 
uh, clubhouse in a way where, you know, I think that people are saying that's the next big thing and something for us to utilize. But I know we're kind of uh, running short on time because I know you have to get going. But just to kind of as we come to a close, I then, you know, the final question I want to ask, you know, after your experiences and everything you're doing, you know, being a student entrepreneur, seeing a lot of success in your brand and everything you've done and, you know, all the other things you're accomplishing, what, what's, uh, what's the best piece of advice you have to offer to university students or someone watching this? That's a little bit tough. Um, I'll get, I'll get, I'll say maybe like two pieces cause I have two in my mind. So I guess the first thing for this goes for like anybody, um, let's say if you don't know what to take in university, let's say you don't know what to do, or let's say if you're in one field like sciences and you want to move to, let's say like an accounting degree, or you want to go into medicine or something like that, right? Mm. Try your best to find a job or experience in that field. Mm. So try to like land a job experience or talk to somebody in that field to get firsthand experience, right? Because again, everything nowadays is very glamorified. Best example, suits, yeah. glamorifies lawyers, laws and actually like that. So it's just like, try to try to do your best to get that experience before you kind of make the switch as well. That way you get a better feel of what you actually want to do. Mm. And the second thing I'd say for university students, don't worry about time. Everybody's hung up on, I need to graduate early. I need to, you know, I need to find a job early. I need to do this and that, right? Again, I've, I've had friends make a hundred K at 21, at 20, right? I, there's, it's people I know that now have moved on to LA, right? Again, there's that side, but there's also another side where people are still trying to get into university. Some of my friends that I know of, right? So it's just like everybody's kind of goal and progress is different. So you like, don't compare to other people kind of just kind of focus in on yourself and be like, Hey, as long as I'm better than what I was yesterday, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Cause if you improve 1% every single day, that's 365% over the year, mm. right? That's a, almost a thousand percent at three years, right? That's so at 18, let's say that's three years, right? That's 21, 22, depending on when you go to university, mm. you're still very, very young, right? Yeah. Um, big facts. Yeah. Big I can definitely facts. see that because I can, I can relate to that as well. You go ahead, Jaden. Yeah, like, because uh, it's easy to see, like, some people in, like, uh, let's say the finance space, which lots of me and my close network uh, like that kind of stuff. It's really easy to compare yourself. Like, there's some 19-year-olds that have, like, like 1.5 million right now, and it's really hard to not compare yourself to them when you just have to realize, like, mm-hmm. like I'm doing my own path and, and – uh, things are going to end up differently for me. Like it does for everyone and you can't really force things and you can't really expect things. And it's just different for everyone. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. the first part you said about tr- like just, you know, trying what you're interested in, I think that can really give you an idea if you're really going to like it or not. And that can also allow you to explore multiple things, right? You go on from one thing to another thing, to another thing, you keep trying different things and seeing, you know, what you like. And I think, I don't know who said this, but it's like the worst case, you know, the worst thing that happens is you learn, you at least found out what you don't like. Right. So exactly. Trying out different things. And especially our age, like most of, most of the kids are living at home with parents and stuff. So not, not much liability, but a lot of freedom to take risks. And even the second part you said with, you know, just being patient and 
focusing on your growth instead of comparisons, because it's really easy to compare these days with how media is, media works. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think you said it best, man. Like spot on. I completely resonate with both aspects. Like perfect piece of advice. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you, thank you, guys, for allowing me like yeah, with this platform again. Like it's just again, like, if it's a full circle for me as well, right? Being there mm -hmm. is like for like, two years ago meeting. Uh, harsh right and kind of working with game changers taking that break and then coming back as well and now it's, again just fully completes a circle yeah it's it's a wholesome moment it's a picture perfect yeah. moment for even for me too like it's 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 fantastic that i get to promote you and i get to especially you know you deserve it like if, if there's one person that i know you know personally in my circle who i think deserves it i think it's you, you know I, I rave about you to everyone my my mom, my parents, like my friends, I'm like this one guy, man. I don't know how he works so hard. I don't know how he does it. It's like, it's inspiring for me. And I, I'm sure like for people that are listening, like it's, it's definitely inspiring for them as well. So, you know, thanks for the opportunity, man. Thanks for coming on. It was really a pleasure to kind of do this in a formal setting. I know we talk all the time, like every day, you know, talking all the time, texting all of us, but it's really great to be able to do this in a formal setting and, you know, have you on as a proper guest. So thanks for your time. Thanks for your energy. Thanks for your knowledge. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and I think this was long overdue. And, and it was really nice talking to you about um, about how you uh, have progressed so far in your career and, and what's coming in the future. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, again, it, it's like it was a pleasure to meet Jaden, too. And when Arsh introduced me. Right. So, again, like this guy, big advocate on reading, big advocate on self-growth. Right. And the hustler too, like you work and you go to school. Yeah. As Jay, well. And same with the Irish. Yeah. 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 It's just mentality, right? Like energies, frequencies that really connects. But uh, yeah, man, thanks again for your time. And thank you guys for watching. This is our student series episode two with Kunal Parmar from Parmar Productions. Um, thank you guys for the support. We're constantly trying to improve as well. Just like Kunal said, we're uh, trying to improve 1% every time, uh, podcast by podcast. So hoping that we can provide you value um, continuously and stay tuned for the next one. See you guys. See you guys. See ya.